Today is Thursday, July 29th. The title for our devotional is Who is My Neighbor? Today we come to the main part of this parable. But before we go any further, let's read it one more time so it's fresh on our minds. Luke 10, 25-37 On one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law? He replied, how do you read it? He answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself. You have answered correctly, Jesus replied. Do this and you will live. But he wanted to justify himself, so he asked, and who is my neighbor? In reply, Jesus said, a man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he was attacked by robbers. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down the same road, and when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. So too a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he traveled, came where the man was, and when he saw him, he took pity on him. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he put the man on his own donkey, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. The next day, he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said, and when I return, I will reimburse you for any extra expense you may have. Which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of robbers? The expert in the, in, the, expert in the law replied, the one who had mercy on him. Jesus told him, go and do likewise. Jesus tells this parable, remember, in response to the question of who is my neighbor? So the answer to that question is the main point of this parable. In the first century, Jewish understanding of the Torah, their neighbor consisted of their families and fellow Jews. This interpretation isn't far-fetched. In fact, it is the most natural interpretation of much of the Levitical law. The context of Leviticus 19.18, the Old Testament reference for love your neighbor as yourself, is quite clearly referring to one's neighbor in the narrow sense of fellow Israelites. Leviticus 19.17-18 says, Do not hate a fellow Israelite in your heart. Rebuke your neighbor frankly so that you will not share in their guilt. Do not seek revenge or bear a grudge against anyone among your people, but love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. So we see there the context is quite clearly referring to fellow Israelites. Yet if we keep reading in Leviticus 19, we see the same imperative to love even foreigners residing in their land. Leviticus 19, 33-34 says this, When a foreigner resides among you in your land, do not mistreat them. The foreigner residing among you must be treated as your native-born. Love them as yourself. For you are foreigners in Egypt. I am the Lord, your God. So the lawyer's question from a purely exegetical perspective is not that far-fetched. It was a legitimate discussion. Jesus, however, as the authoritative interpreter of the law, settles the matters matter with this parable. As we discussed yesterday, the Samaritans represented socio-political enemies and religious heretics, two categories that cut to the deepest levels of one's identity. It would have been scandalous enough for Jesus to have a Levite or a priest rescuing a Samaritan in this story. But Jesus takes it even a step further by making the Samaritan the hero of the story and leading the lawyer to say, the one who had mercy on him at the end. Notice that he couldn't even bring himself to say the Samaritan. And again, Jesus here is emphasizing the mercy and the pity that the Samaritan took on this uh, traveler who was beaten. And that mercy, the pity, the compassion 
reflects God's compassion and God's character. So Jesus tells him to go and behave like the Samaritan in this story. That is, your neighbor extends to even your greatest socio-political and religious enemies. When we see them in need, our loving posture towards our neighbors required us to care for them at our own expense. With this parable, Jesus extends the definition of our neighbor to everyone. Even those our culture and religion predispose us to despise. So there is no loophole in which we can excuse ourselves from loving any group of people. For additional content today, I'm going to read a portion of Scott McKnight's book, The Jesus Creed. He writes under the heading, Neighborly love is whenever love and wherever love. In the parable of the Good Samaritan, Jesus is calling his listeners to act with compassion whenever and wherever a need arises. It was normal to travel from Jerusalem to Jericho. It was not normal to defile oneself in order to show compassion. But neither is it normal to come upon a man hovering near death. But the priest and Levite managed to circumnavigate an unclean corpse is a person whom the Samaritan manages to surround with compassion. We can't calculate when the call of the second part of the Jesus Creed will be heard. We are to be ready whenever needed. Reflection time today. Look for opportunities throughout your day to show this kind of compassion to those in need around you. It may be your spouse, it may be your children, it may be a coworker or a friend. It could also be a total stranger and a completely random occurrence. When the moment comes, soften your heart and demonstrate compassion. As Jesus tells the teacher in the law, go and do likewise.